wait, wait, wait. When when the the whole world was uh, Pangea or whatever, that's when it happened. It broke oh, off. Bitches don't believe in Pangea. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, Miss Joe Green, Google it. Figure the it out. Deer swim across right, the fucking ocean. Yeah. The deer swim, not across it, not to England, you fuck. You're Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one fantasy football podcast in the world. I'm your host, Mike, with my horrible co-host, Billy. What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm, I'm deer. You're deer? <laughs> I'm deer. Couldn't be more deer. Did you see some deer in uh, Atlanta City over there? I did. Yeah. I saw a deer or two swimming around. <laughs> swimming? <laughs> yeah, deer swim. You don't know that? In the ocean? Yeah. No. Yeah. How do you think deer got to where we live? I don't even want to have this conversation on this podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wherever God created, he just put them in the planet on this zone. That's wild. Or whoever. Deer swim. There's no way this I know deer, deer swim. I believe you. Deer He's swim. Deer they like cross Not a like lake. on the. I was going to say, if like I Like you go all the way down. On the you go all the way down. Okay. Not where I'm gambling. Wait, wait, wait. Joe Green, you live like two minutes from the water. Yes. Have you seen a deer there? Not swimming. swimming. No, I've never That's seen That's crazy. I, I, they're afraid of salt water. Have to be. How, how did they get to Fire <laughs> Island? They were born there. That's wild. Someone was like, "That's crazy." Let's make this a hunting place. They dropped a couple over there, and that was it. No, they waited till we built the bridge. They just crossed. It. That's true too. <laughs> what, what's what, what was it? When uh, that, miss, when, hold when, on. Wait, wait, wait. When when the the whole world was uh, Pangea or whatever, that's when it happened. It broke uh, off. Bitches don't believe Pangea. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, Mr. Joe Green, Google it. Figure the it out. Deer swim. All right, cross I'll the fucking ocean. Yeah. Do deer swim? Not across it. Not to England, you fuck. You're right. They swim. Of course I know. Oh, we right. know I've they swim. It. But I've never seen them swim no, in the ocean. No, you said they're afraid of salt water. They are. No, yeah, they, they swim in everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, Maybe that do. cures them from the tits. Smart. Yeah. Salt listen, water. I didn't know this was the Animal Planet podcast. That's all yeah. I can say. I, listen, <laughs> I, he brought it up. We're talking about multiple animals on, on the podcast. The only animal so. here is a fucking pig. It's you. Wow. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, you cow. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. The disrespect. Anyway. The absolute disrespect. Anyway, folks, we're talking about the NFC West this week. We got the Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Three animals. That. One that swims. <laughs> the bird. The bird. <laughs> we don't know if a ram can swim. I don't know. I'm just making that. <laughs> the Rams. Google it. Oh god. Let's start off with the Rams. They have the first, number one, hardest-ranked schedule, along with the 16th farthest traveling team in miles with 17,000 miles. <laughs> the key additions this week, well, not this week, this year, Off-season. are Allen Robinson, who signed for a three-year, $46 million deal. And I just had to put there Bobby Wagner just because he's one of the best linebackers out there. Not really fantasy-relevant, but, you know, they lost Von Miller, so they just took another all-pro. Well, different position. Different position, but linebackers. You know, I'll have a comment when he's done. That's fine. Losses: OBJ as of right now, because we don't think that he's going to resign there. Robert Woods and Andrew Withworth. We don't usually put offense linemen, but because we put the Hall of Famer there, is for good reason. Yeah, Uh, I think Bobby Wagner has some sort of fantasy impact because he's the worst linebacker in the world when it comes to giving up yak yards. No. So uh, okay. So I I'd be uh. I'd be looking towards tight ends against the Rams. That's a little. That's a way too early matchup thing. Yeah, so so tight ends. 
matchup against the Rams? Could be. Could be. Big yak guy. I think our key topic with the Rams this year is what are we going to expect with Allen Robinson this year? Are we going to expect a bounce back year? Or last year was historically bad for him. What are we going to expect? He was considered QB proof. That was, I don't know if last year was just a fluke or the system or what, but he he looked awful. Yeah. Listen, we've gone over it many times. Allen Robinson had Blake Bortles, his quarterback, had 1,400 yards. He had Mitch Trubisky, Mm -hmm. 1,100 yards. Yep. No matter who was throwing the ball, he'd make a play. If you're watching watching him play last year, it kind of looked like he gave up. That's at least to me. Mm-hmm. I am the personal belief that he wanted to do everything he could to not get, not have to be back in Chicago, everything possible. And I think he kind of lucked out that the Rams saw through that bullshit of him playing bad, quote unquote. And now he's gonna be Matt. Now he's gonna be with Matty Stafford. With Cooper Cup on the other side, after a historic year from Cooper Cup. Yep. He's not going to be the number one. He's going to be... Yeah, he's going to be Bobby Trees 2.0. He's going to be 29. He came off a little bit of an injury season. I think 29's got to be the right receiver uh, prime, if you would say so. Probably 28, 29, I would say. Um, It's going to be interesting how many targets he has this year. Last year, he had 60 targets. Um, historically, when he has a year where he's in the over 1K receiving yards, he gets about 150 targets per year, which is a lot. I don't see that many targets going his way this year. Not with the Rams. There's just too many weapons on this team. From Cooper Cup, you got a uh, Tyler Higby. You have third-year wide receiver Van Jefferson. Um, you also have their second-round pick, uh, Atwell Tutu who hopefully does something this year. Um, a lot of that shows that he's not going to have as many targets, but maybe has the a better year in uh, receptions per yards per receptions, which put, was historically low for him, which was 10.8 last year. To put that in perspective, the targets, that would have been 10th most last season, and Cooper Cup had 191. Yeah. yeah. So that would have been, what, we, 200? That's white on white crime right there. <laughs> as Mike likes to say. <laughs> that would have been 340 targets on two players. It's not it's possible. Not happening. It's not happening. I see 90 targets, I would say. I'd do that a fair number. That's 40 more than last year. That's – the last time he had 90 targets – was in Chicago when he was 25. He had 754 yards. He, he Historically, he hasn't had a, a, a large yards per reception. Um, his best year was in 2017 when he, he only had one catch for 17 yards. <laughs> but he, he, <laughs> oh, I, mean, I read that quick. So. No, in 2015, he had 17 and a half yards. Yeah, but that, that, was, his, that was his best year. That was Blake Bortles, baby. Blake that was before his ACL. After that, he tore his ACL pretty much. So ba- back There in, was definitely a whole year in between that. Yeah. In 2020, when Robert Woods played the whole year, Woods had 129 targets. Cup had 124. Now, obviously, Cup's better now mm-hmm. than he was two years ago. But obviously, I, I think you could see him getting 100 targets. Yeah, 100 targets is not out of yeah. the question. Whatsoever. I think 90 to 100. The big, I mean, our next topic will is it has to touch upon it is is what are we going to expect from the boost year of the what 
the, the boost. boost. The boost. The third year boost year, like I've been saying all year round, of a third year wide receiver, Van Jefferson, who obviously came off of a very strong year, um, who's expected to be better. I mean, they pl- started playing him in the playoffs. He showed up a little bit. He's had a, a advanced year. We have some stats showing up. Uh, Jefferson finished 20th in route uh, participation, which is 87, 86%. It's the highest usage headed into 2022. Uh, his role sh- uh, should increase. Jefferson finished as wide receiver 35 last year and uh, outside 40th in total points. You expect the boost? I expect the boost. Even though they brought in um, Allen Robinson? Well, I expect the boost because... OBJ didn't change much. I think this is why they didn't bring OBJ back. They have that much faith in ben Yeah, Jefferson. exactly. I think they just didn't want to pay OBJ what he wanted. I mean... That, but they probably have faith that Van Jefferson could fill some of that role. And OBJ did have a major injury. Yep. Robinson obviously just, you know, I don't think he just wanted to play last year. So He hated Matt Nagy so much that he just could never play football. Third year bid boost. That's all I gotta say. He's gotta be in the, the third year wide receiver. Um, you gotta love any wide receiver that is gonna average 16 yards per reception. This is quite amazing. He had 90, uh, 89 targets last year. If he can get somewhere between 100 and 110, which is gonna be hard considering this offense, it would be amazing. He would continue to be a top 35 wide receiver. I think the only problem is last year he was second in the team with 89 targets yeah obviously robert woods got hurt got hurt obj came OB in halfway yeah so now you add alan robinson another big target guy it's gonna be tough for him to get more than 90 targets i know that's cam Akers, that's the only so. thing yeah cam, cam Akers, Akers obviously all year. yeah i mean it, it's gonna be difficult that's it he's gonna be like a, a guy who gets one deep ball a game maybe and you're yeah. hoping that he just takes it for a touchdown. touchdown yeah what about uh Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. This is this is the hard part is is ranking him because he really showed off, especially at the late end of the season. He arguably had one of his best years. He had one. Uh, 2019 was his best year, but this year, first year with the Rams, played 15 games, 85 targets, 560 yards, and five touchdowns. This wasn't his first year with the Rams. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. First team, first time with Stafford. Um, Stafford's been, I wouldn't say throws to the tight end a lot. He's not, he, I, I mean, he had Ebron in his career, but besides that, that's the only person you could look back on. It's going to come down to targets. I can see possibly more touchdowns with Higby. Um, and Higby also had a, 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 a sprained MCL in his knee in the playoffs. So let's see if he has a little bit of rust from that. Um, I think. For Higby, I would expect probably the same season as he had last year. Yeah, I don't expect too much from Higby. I don't. There's nothing that really like tells tells me that he's going to be a top five tight end. Yeah, like, there's just not enough not enough volume for him. You know, you're going to have hopefully Cam Akers back 100 percent, not rushing the ball 2.1 yards per carry. Um, at the end of the day, tight end is such a fickle little position that you don't know. It week in week out the consistency you're gonna get so i think i'll like him as a backup role pick him off pick him up off free agents when i need that bye week he might go on a course of the season where he has a little bit of a trend you might want to keep him on your bench but i 
I'm not going to be looking into drafting him this year. Yeah. No, there's just not enough balls to go around. Yeah. 85 targets last year again, and they didn't have Robert Woods for half the season. Yeah. So if somebody gets hurt, I would look for him. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see because I think they're not, obviously with this offensive line, we got a new left tackle, which new starting left tackle. Then I have a new starting right guard who they drafted in the third round. This offensive line is not going to look that great. I think it, bringing back Brian Allen was good. I I see him playing a lot inside blocking at the tight end position. I will say Stafford is the kind of quarterback who could support like two top 10 or not top 10 top 25 wide receivers mm-hmm. so like if you know i could see robinson and cup both falling in there i mean they threw the ball ninth most in the nfl last yeah. year so i mean how much did that have to do with not having cam makers um, we keep saying it until somebody you can a real say, answer because they're a power run offense you could also say where's the play action or you might have <clears> a couple less receptions yeah. but you know maybe have an extra five ten yards on one reception to one wide receiver mm-hmm yeah, I, it's interesting. It, it's an interesting team to, because we saw them more, with more games than anybody else last year. Yep. Saw them throughout the playoffs. Saw them win. There's the most data for that team, and they were never healthy the whole year. So it's kind of hard to figure out what you're truly gonna get. Yep. One thing you gotta consider when you have a when you when you're rooting for Rams players you're also kind of rooting for this defense I don't, I don't think we actually think about it that way but if you have a better defense your offense has more chances on the playing field mm-hmm. you have one of the top rate defenses your offense should show more you could also say though like if you're like a bottom tier team and you own like a wide receiver on one of those bottom tier teams they're just throwing the ball because they're sure. trailing all game so like Allen Robinson it, it, I think, <laughs> I, think like it, I think it works to like a stream like for the stream aspect and then also the opposite. Right. Yeah. Move on. 49ers. Fifth ranked hardest schedule this year. Eighth farthest traveling team with 20,000 miles. <laughs> Flying high, baby. I'm, I'm going to start using these in our fantasy football league. Oh, I got to travel all the way to Matt's house this week. Uh, all those miles. <laughs> <laughs> really putting a hurt on my team. Yeah. Key additions. They drafted a running back in the third round. Nope. What's his name, Mike? <laughs> Tyron Davy Price. Almost. What is it? Tyrion. There's an I in there. Definitely an I in there. Uh, definitely an I in Davis, too. Not Davy I. Or whatever you just... Davy. Davy. That's what I said. Oh. Yeah, he said that. He got that right. I thought you said Davy. See, like, folks... You see, the people Davey. try to... D-A-V-I. People try to bring me down. Like, I understand, like, this, like, your mama didn't hey. know how to give you a name. And then I said the right name right. No, you didn't. So, Davis. Is it a Davis? It's Davis. Oh, it's you Davis. You spelt I, it wrong again. I spelt it wrong again. <laughs> <'Cause> God <laughs> damn it. People are to take who you down. The, who put the E next to that? God it's damn. Not, it's nobody but you. <laughs> nobody but you. I'm looking at the depth chart. I'm like, where did you get Davy from? It's like the know. seventh time he's done it. It sounds better, right? It does, it does. It does sound, sound better. better. I agree. It sounds Tyrion better. Davy Price. That's, that's it his blo- name now. It flows off the tongue better, but uh, Davis. Davy Price. Uh, that, that. I'm telling you, it does. It flows off the tongue I better. Like I don't think that's how you'd spell Davy, but we can go with it. Yeah. 
Another. Yeah, you could. <laughs> uh, Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I thought it'd be Y. I but. wouldn't spell that first name like that either. <laughs> um, Denny Gray. He was a third round draft pick, a right receiver. He's normally in this kind of slot. Um, don't expect much from him year one. Key topics. We are expecting <laughs> Trey Lance to be the starter. Are we not? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Although Garoppolo's not, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if he's on the team. Let's put it that. No, way. no, I'm not. Sh- I won't no, be shocked. Yeah. I think he'll probably be on the team. There's, yeah. I mean, Trey Lance had injuries last year, so I'm not shocked if he's on the team just for that reason. Yeah, I, it's gonna be a weird dynamic though. You go from the starter, got your team to the NFC Championship, and now you're riding the bench behind a guy who can't really throw a football. Well, apparently in training camp he's been throwing a football while OTAs. Well. Same thing with Tua. Tua is, the, is <laughs> yeah, a better yeah. – according to Tyreek Hill, Tua is a better quarterback than Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes which so. is bonkers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it could be an interesting offense if Trey Lance has, has full control, you know. There was a lot of – a couple games he was in that they, he didn't game plan to be in the game. He just he was thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Now, for the most part, last year he succeeded. Uh, just under 60% completion percentage. He had five touchdowns, 168 rushing yards, which, fun fact, is more than Trey Sermon had. <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. In three games. Um, I'd be willing to stash him bright and early because I, I, don't, I don't think after last year, everybody rushed to draft him because he was the new name, and he didn't play. Best team, though, obviously. Yeah. Take a QB. That, there was a lot of hype that he they thought he'd start. Yeah, they did not. Well, there's a lot of hype this year that they think he's starting. So, yeah, true. true. But Just, uh, didn't they? Gu- wasn't there a rumor that they guaranteed him the starting spot in the offseason? buddy. I'm just saying. I thought I remember you guaranteed to take me to Montauk once. That's not happened. I thought they did. I don't know. I I have to double check on the Lance thing though. Um, I thought they was gonna double check on Montauk. Yeah, <laughs> never. Almost. Um, listen, Lance got a big arm. He's not Damn. the most accurate. Nope. You know, if he's throwing to a brick wall, he'll hit it. You just don't know what part of the wall he's gonna hit it. <laughs> That's like saying he throws into the ocean. He'll land somewhere in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna hit a deer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see. <laughs> deer swim. In their natural habitat. Natural right? habitat. Natural <laughs> swim with their webbed feet. Key word of the week. Word of the week. <laughs> habitat. <laughs> habitat. <laughs> I belong uh, in my habitat. Yeah, in the ocean. <laughs> With the whales. Uh, um, Kyle Shanahan's offense. We all know what it is. A lot of running. A lot of safe passes. A couple deep balls out on the play action, but he won't put him in trouble. I I don't think. You know, they're, they're a very run-heavy team, so if the opportunity is there and he's having a bad game, they just bail him out so he can kind of keep his job. So I like Trey as like a little you know backup, leave him on my bench for a few weeks, try him out on a positive matchup, You know, maybe when George Kittle's going against the Rams against Bobby Wagner. I don't know. We'll find out. I have a hot take. I, I think he's going to finish his top 10 quarterback. I, Whoa, you, you not... fucking hated him last year. And he hates him listen, this year. I hate him still. I, I as far as listen, you need to tell me. Jalen Hurts was the same thing last year. Guy doesn't have a good arm, not a good throwing a football. Mm-hmm. As long as you can run, we've seen those guys do well in fantasy. It doesn't mean you're a good well, quarterback. He's a he's got a good arm. Yeah, but, but it's it a difference. Like yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts isn't a good 
throw of the football. He can't. He's not accurate, nor can does he have a good arm. Yeah, like, Lance has the arm, just not accurate. Lance can become accurate. Yes, you can't he really can, teach can somebody to it. be strong. No, you, you, you can't. Can. Somebody can't somebody have a bigger dick. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So the Seven Eleven Rhino pills don't work. No, no. no. Yeah, Jalen Hurts found out the hard way. <laughs> so did you, Joe. <laughs> but no, I think. It, listen, like you said, he's going to cater the offense to him, right? So if he's struggling throwing the ball, read option, and he's just going to take off yeah. every time. And and, then, and but when he, does he get hurt, though? Now, this nah. is the thing with the 49ers. We're, we're going to talk next about a bunch of running backs, but why do we always have to talk about four or five running backs in the offseason for the 49ers? Because they're all hurt. They're always they're hurt. hurt. Because all they do is run the ball. Although Jimmy no, G's always hurt. Everybody's always hurt on this team. No most hurt this year, though. No, because he's... Hanging out with Tua. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to get in that sun over there. Uh, the 49ers last year spent sixth-round pick on Elijah Mitchell. This year they spent a third-round pick on uh, Davey Price. They spent a third-round pick last year on Trey Sermon, who is in the doghouse, and I don't think he's ever coming out. No. Sermon is... Didn't Sermon fumble a lot last year? He hardly touched the he ball. He didn't touch the ball. Why don't he I ran, think he fumbled? He, nine, he played he in nine fumble. games. He, yeah, fumbled he, on, he fumbled in uh, one game, which was a key game, and I wouldn't say he lost it for him, but after that he was just, no, go sit in the yeah, back. Yeah, it was still earlier in the season, but it was like a big moment in the game. He just gave the ball away, and he's like, all right, that's it. You're done. He, he played nine games, rushed the ball 41 times for 167 yards, which, like we said, the guy – who's playing a different position and only played three games, had more rushing yards than he did. Let me tell you, they still have uh, Wilson. They re-signed him this year. And they still have Hasty. There's five running backs on this team right now. Yep. And all of them have seen, I mean, besides the rookie, all of them have seen playing time last year, whether they're at one game starting or they had more than 15 rushing attempts. They have all did it last year. But, but Elijah Mitchell's clearly the best back. I was gonna say Elijah Mitchell's yeah. clearly. I really like uh, Davy Price. I really like Sermon, but he's never gonna play. Yeah, because he's in doghouse and Sherman's <clears throat> doghouse. You don't come out. Shanahan's doghouse. Shanahan's, yeah. Just Sherman's. I don't know why. I no, that. I agree. Yeah, he's never gonna play again. I'm surprised that uh, when we talked about him later, I'm surprised that uh, what's his name, Brendan Ayuk got out of the doghouse. So surprised. That's because he's, he's a, a needed part. You can you find say, any running back. You, would, you could say that spending a third-round pick on Trey Sermon is is a needed part. Yeah, but at the same time that he's got five running backs, they just got to run. That's It's just a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like, oh, you don't want to play? Fine, somebody else is going to play. They just have so much surplus at running back. Yeah. They don't have surplus of receiver. They had no choice yeah. but to get Ayuk involved. Yeah. Give me the stat, Billy, about uh, Mitchell. Listen, Elijah Mitchell was given 81% of the opportunity share when he played in those 10 games last year, which is the highest any running back has ever had in a Kyle Shanahan offense. That's a rookie. 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 Sits round rookie. Almost not drafted. Played well. He was um, a star in fantasy for a little bit mm-hmm. before he got hurt. You know. Average 4.7 yards per, per ten, uh, attempt. That's pretty good. Uh, believe it or not, he was not a good receiver, as you would think that a smaller receiver would be good. 
19 only 19 receptions in those 10 games only 137 yards seven yards per reception it he, was not that good he caught 19 he was thrown at 20 times i'm not saying he's a bad yeah. receiver i'm just saying where this offense stands passing to the running back i don't see upside there well that was because of what they did with debo last year it was they were going to throw the ball out of the backfield they were going to throw the ball sure. To debo sure so like a lot of these that's my when we talk about Brandon Ayuk, like a lot of this stuff was like they were using Debo as every single position on the field. And I don't know if it was necessarily him being in the doghouse, but more of like he just isn't being used because Debo's being so efficient. It'd be interesting to see if they could re-sign Debo because I don't think he's coming out to play unless he has a new contract. But he, uh, Mr. Joe Green said he reported to camp. So. Did he? Debo reported, yes. Yeah. But Debo he wants to be traded. He doesn't want to be on Debo the reporting the camp and Debo playing is two different things. Right. He still could hold out to start the season, but he showed up for now. He didn't want to pay the fines, so he showed up. Yeah, he doesn't. It's not that he wants to. He just wants to be off the team. He doesn't want to be. No, there. I think he wants to be on the team. I just don't think he wants to play running back. From what from what I understood was like the situation changed a bit. He just wants a new contract more than anything. But like he wanted to be paid like he's playing two positions because yeah. he is. So yeah. There's still a lot between now and August to be uh, worked out there. Next up, let's talk about uh, Brandon Ayuk. He was our big year last year. We, uh, He was one of my key players who I thought were going to go off. He was obviously drafted in that way. Um, and he started off the year horrible. Did was you draft it? him last year? No, I did not. Okay. No, I didn't. I just wanted to try to. Did, did, did you? Well, I you took him in one league. Very high. It was so it's like a second round pick. pick. No, third? third, third, third. It was him or Cooper Cup. One league I took Cup, the other took Brandon Ayuk. Can you believe that? One, one we thought Ayuk and then Cup were in the same category. Mm. I did. I did. Listen, I, oh, no, Cup, no, I was Ayuk, high. Yeah. I was high on Ayuk. Yeah, so. Everyone liked Ayuk. Uh, just a key stat: nearly fifty percent of his receiving yards last year came in the last six games. So, like I said, he started off horrible last year, but he clearly picked it up. Um, his some of his best games played against good defenses, um, which was the Rams. His last game played in the Rams, six target, uh, seven targets, six receptions for 107 yards. Uh, his other games against some bad defenses like Houston, Houston, Atlanta, and Atlanta. Cincinnati uh, didn't have a great secondary. Cincinnati, it was, they Tennessee had, they had, had a bad secondary. One Cincinnati of the worst had. In the league. I don't know. I don't know if I would say horrible. No, it just wasn't good. They had secondary. some two all-pro safeties over there. Well, like I just said, he 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 obviously had a, a better year than his rookie year. Uh, stats show for it. But at the same time, his his rookie year, he only uh, uh, started eleven games, had uh, only hundred uh, less yards than he did his second year, which he played in all games. Well, I mean, his yards per target increased by two. He was running deeper routes. There was the offense changed though. Yes. You know, the offense was constantly changing last year. I want to see what the deal with Debo is before I make any assumptions on anybody outside of George Kittle. Well, I, th- I think the whole team, even with Kittle, it, it's tough because if Trey Lance is a quarterback and Trey Lance isn't, hasn't improved dramatically, they're not going to throw the ball a lot. I mean, we kind of saw last year, even Kittle at times had like, one reception games yeah like Debo was the only one because he was getting the ball out of the backfield this is this is a team that you have to actually watch the preseason with yeah you have to see how you have to see how it runs yeah if Lance isn't throwing the ball well 
I'm I'm avoiding everyone other than Debo. I I mean, yeah. And like Brandon, obviously, and a running back, you want to you want to avoid it too, just because there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, but like think about this: Ayuk is the third option on a run-first team. It never works. It doesn't matter how good he is. It's not going to work unless Brandon Ayuk, uh, unless Debo gets hurt, or or Kittle gets hurt, or if Debo is playing mostly running back and Ayuk's the only running uh, wide receiver. Right. The, yeah, because right. five of their running backs get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. But no, they, I, they, they get it, hurt. It was that wasn't a sarcastic thing. Yeah. It's, it's a fact. They did it. It happened last year. So it would be interesting. This is a team you obviously have to see how how they actually run the offense, and then we'll, we'll go based off that. Next off, we'll talk about the Seahawks. 11th ranked hardest schedule. They're traveling the farthest, 29,000 yards. Not good. That's a lot of miles. A lot of miles. But a lot of miles over sure, here on smart. Billy. Um, Drew Locke, he's going to most likely be the starter for this team he's uh, one of the key additions on the trade that sent russell wilson don't count out geno smith yet i'm not counting Geno <laughs> out you cut me drew off lock again, stinks. You're gonna die. <laughs> drew lock was one of the key aspects in the trade to get russell wilson to go to the denver broncos whoa what, uh, key assets let's calm down now i think noah font was more of a key asset than drew lock yeah. was <laughs> let me just say this i think there's a lot of things that made they that did not – if Drew – they didn't need Drew Locke. They didn't have to uh, – why would you take that contract? For no reason? What contract? He's on a rookie oh, deal. He's on a rookie deal. Yes, it's still a contract. You he was need... a second-round pick. He's not making that much money. It's he's not a first-round pick. No. Wasn't he? No. no. I'll tell you right now. He was a second-round pick. Uh, it says it on here. No, it doesn't. <laughs> did you say no, it doesn't? <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a second-round pick. No, because you see, like, uh, if you see in the, uh, the yeah, lineup, it says trade. the two or... Second-round pick 42. Yeah. Okay. Not even. So that's not that bad. But the, it, was a thro- it wasn't a throw, and they, they said, I want Drew Locke. Yeah, because he's Cause a young quarterback. We need a quarterback. They, they didn't have one. It's well, Gino. Uh, and you're going to take Baker? Gino Smith looked great last year for them, considering... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but at the end of the day, you still, like... We'll give it a shot. That was what yeah. they figured. And guess what? So key addition, and I put him as a starter. All right, key addition, sure. But I'm just saying, like, you made it seem like it was a key asset and why the deal got done. He's like, not even obviously. the starter yet. <laughs> I guarantee he's the starter. You want to guarantee Gino's, it? No, I'm not a guarantee. All right, guy. shut the fuck up. Another key <laughs> addition is that. Kenneth Walker, and we'll talk about why later and why Kenneth Walker is one of the biggest running backs going into next season. Well, this season. And obviously – which Joe Green is a huge fan of uh, of during the trade is Noah Font going t- <laughs> to the Seahawks. All I said was he was a, more of a key factor than Drew Locke. More, the I more agree. key, the more key factor Noah Font in his natural habitat on the Seahawks. Why is it natural habitat? I don't know. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> that word of the week. Uh. Um, what do you think is going to happen before we get into the running back situation? I added yeah. this right before yeah. the show. What's gonna happen with the running uh, wide receiver core? Like, what are we, what are we truly expecting here? I think I, honestly, I'm scared for for Lockett. I am too. Um, one DK, reason DK's t- uh, sit down. I'm not worried about DK. They're just gonna throw him a lot of money, or he's gonna be on another team. So I, I really, I'm not concerned. Yeah, one of the two will definitely happen. Yeah, so they're either gonna throw him a lot of money, which I obviously I would because this team is is going to the future. It doesn't look bad. Uh, they have draft picks now, thanks to the Denver Broncos. If Drew Locke somehow magically looks good, then he looks good. Then you have a QB for the future. If not, you have a, a 
stable young uh, group and maybe just get a new coach next year. So, but I'm scared for Tyler Lockett because I think Tyler Lockett is kind of he had a a relationship with Russell Wilson. He is not one of the bigger uh, wide receivers out there. He's not a DJ Metcalf will win the jump ball. He will break down separation. He's fast. But if you go back and look at all Tyler Lockett's, a lot of his catches, they're perfectly in motion, perfectly thrown in a great opportunity. Russell Wilson's also uh, scramble plays. That's going to Tyler Lockett just because he is more of the more exclusive uh, wide receivers out there. He's able to break it down, change direction, and get to point A to point B for Russell Wilson. I, I don't see that for Drew Locke happening. He's not a running uh, QB. If Geno Smith is a QB, then maybe that benefits Tyler Lockett. But for right now, I just I think it's yep. D-day, uh, DK Metcalf is going to be the one. And it doesn't help, you know, that the O line is not it's very terrible. strong. It's terrible. You know, they their defense isn't great. You know, they other teams can control the game on them. I just, with that, and you have a bad quarterback play at best, mediocre. Yeah, let's be let's be honest. What it is, it's mediocre quarterback play at best. Um, there's not as much opportunity as there was, so I'm not. I'm very low on both of them. I do. Yeah. I do think if Geno starts, well, I think either way, DK will be fine. But Geno did well with DK. If you guys remember, he had five yeah, touchdowns, yeah. 300 yards, 19 receptions in in the four games. So. I think DK will be fine. Drew Locke likes throwing to bigger receivers. So, yep, no. you know, he's going to throw it to DK. But, yeah, Lockett's the one I'd be most concerned Quillen about. Quillen Sutton has popped off these years. Right? <laughs> I just, I, just, right. I want to be clear that he loves throwing a big the Sutton's receiver. Sutton's big year was with Drew Locke. That's what I'm saying. The one big was, year he It was had. a huge year, right? It but, was, it was a, he was a top 18 wide receiver. But Locke only played, like, but five of those games. But that was Locke's rookie year. Yes. Yeah. But that – we're essentially take, saying Drew Locks, this is his second year. Yeah, but we, last year we were drafting DK Metcalf <clears throat> in the second round. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that this no, year. No, I, I wouldn't I, be doing I, it. DK Metcalf's in the third round this year. Yeah. Wouldn't be doing it. it it's a risk. That's a risk. It's a risk. I, I'm I'm a risker for DJ Metcalf over Ty Lockett. That's all I'm risk. That's I would, too. He's still yeah. the younger guy. Usually we're ranking them. I mean, they, they finish right by each other every year. Yep. Yeah, I do think. Just Russ is just a massive loss. Like for D, for for Tyler Lockett specifically, yeah. not having that accurate quarterback who's gonna, like you said, extend the play. And Lockett was so good at, yeah. at getting open. I just don't see it happening with Drew Lock or Geno Smith. Yeah. So it's got it's just Noah Font then. Yeah. The key. Yeah. The key addition. I, I, Noah Font. <laughs> Noah Font is the key addition with Drew Lock because they have a relationship, and that's something that I think early on is gonna play a key. Uh, part of this offense because no font is if he's healthy and uh, Drew Lott's passing to him, I think that's going to be his number one go-to. Yeah, and he's a big wide receiver. That's the reason yeah. I do have right now uh, Noah Font as my 10th rate tight end, which I, he could go higher. The funny thing with Font is he, he is a pretty good receiver, but he plays like such a bitch. He is a bitch. And, and when I say that, he goes down to DBs. Like, DBs tackle him. Like, it's no problem. It's like, dude, you're 6'6", six, six, whatever you are. You should be able to just run over those guys. He's at tight end you from Iowa. He needs to be a monster. <laughs> he needs to be a monster, right. But, yeah, you're probably right. That's going to be Drew Locke's guy early on. Uh, I have him as 10th ranked uh, tight end as of right now in my early, early rankings. If you guys saw, check out our Instagram. He could go higher. He, I could easily see him at at, at that sixth position. Mm, ooh, That's a little spicy. 
cold. A little spicy. A little jalapeno over there. Next topic is a little bit of a news that we got over this past weekend that Chris Carson might need to be forced to retire. Who will win the job? We have Kenneth Walker, who is arguably supposed to be the second best running back to come out of the 2022 draft. He was drafted second round on the 22 pick. Actually, no, that's wrong. He just drafted second round. I don't know where he was drafted. We have Rashad Penny, who's a former first-round pick from the Seahawks, who hasn't really been able to stay healthy. Well, real quick, let's just break down the Chris Carson thing on why he might have to retire. Yeah. I mean, AIDS. he, he wow. has a neck injury. He had to get screws put into his neck. Yeah. He has to go visit doctors over the next coming weeks to see if he's even allowed to play football again. He doesn't want to retire. The doctors will determine whether he could safely play football again. So we'll probably know before fantasy drafts start. But, yeah, Pete Carroll said he doesn't think he's coming back. He's not coming back. I don't, think he, I don't think he wants him back as well. I mean, it's, Can we make sounds that dangerous. Yeah. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> I mean, he, Carson hasn't exactly looked good the last two years. Well, hurt. he's been hurt. Yeah. But he's always hurt. He, he's been hurt for a while now. His knees have been the problem. But now that he has a neck issue, I mean. Yeah. I don't, I've, I've heard these rumors for a little bit. And it's just now it's kind of like it came out as, an, as official news. It's just he's, it's, he's done. It's been three years since he's played a full season, and that was the last time he had a really good season. Yeah, it, it's not looking good for him right now. How many years is in his contract? Um, I believe he's probably still on his rookie deal. Wait, he's no, 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 he's no, he can't signed, be. He's on a second. He's contract. on his sixth. Yeah, yeah, his sixth year in this season. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to look up his contract. Anyway, we are talking about now Kenneth Walker and Rashad Petting taking over as running backs for this team and where do we who do you think is going to be the starting running back for this team i think that they're going to split more time than people think you think yeah i do i do think okay. sometimes i think um you know me big rashad penny guy yeah <laughs> shout out to my boy jesse kaluch <laughs> big big we'll tag you in this guy. one tag you Sean Petty won me fantasy last year yeah he's a god in the playoffs. he's just a god he's just you know he's just Finds a way to help people win, you know, and I we all thank him in our own way. I mean, look at that game log the last five games of the season. This, yeah. yeah. Yep. At the same time, we know Rashad Penny is. We know the risk that comes with him constantly being hurt. You know, he's never, never truly on the field for a full six, uh, seventeen now. Um, on the other side, you have Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. The team that never throws the ball to the running back, no matter who is there. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell, probably one of the best pass-catching backs we've seen in quite a while. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a stat line much different than his. Uh, he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him. So, when people said that coming out of the draft, you know, you can't catch football, it's not. you don't know if that's true. You haven't seen him. You don't know if he's got the hands or not. He looked good in the combine, but, like, you have to wait and see. A lot of... There's a lot of upside with Kenneth Walker, and there's a lot of risk with Rashad Penny. I'll, I'll say that. Rashad Penny last year in the last five weeks of the season finished as RB1. RB1. Not two, not three. RB1. In that five-week span. You're talking in that five-week yeah. span, RB1. It's not even close. RB1. Going against Arizona last game of the season, 190 yards. Second uh game of the season last season 170 yards then he had 135 against chicago 
He had 137 against Houston. And then you add in the six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Yep. All I got to say is Rashad Penny might be going down as the most underrated running back going into next year. Mm-hmm. And you get him at a great value. You're going to get him at great value. He's considered as a PPR ranked 31 at running back. Yep. That That's running back. Not That's horrible. Kenneth, you tell me 31 more running backs are better than him? No. Kenneth Walker is going like five rounds ahead of him. Okay. That's crazy. In sleeper overall, he's getting a hundred and fifth pick in sleeper. Yep. Well, just just to play devil's advocate to this, I mean, they drafted a running back early. Their team sucks. That's probably why he's going low. And he's not much of a. They don't throw him the ball much out of the backfield. Yeah, they don't throw the that, ball much out of the backfield though. <clears throat> they didn't. They didn't. I'm saying. They didn't. But I'm just playing devil's advocate. We have advocate. that, we have that key addition. That <laughs> key addition, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. <laughs> Who occasionally throws the ball to the running back? Well, I'm just saying, playing the other yeah. side of it, that's why he's going as low as um, he Also, I have an argument for uh, Billy's comment about how Michigan State, he, uh, Walker, didn't get a lot of third down possessions. Third down equals passing downs for running back. You want to know why? Tell me why. He's considered one of the worst pass blocking uh, running backs in the league as of today. He, he just hasn't played it down yet. Doesn't matter. In college, he, he was horrible. Oh, in college. He was very, in college, he was horrible. They very rarely threw the ball. It doesn't matter. He, he, they won't put him out there. Uh, how are you going to practice pass, pass uh, protection if they throw the ball 10 times in a game? Horrible. They're, they're basically army. How can you trust a rookie running back to pass protect for your QB if he's horrible? The same way you could, uh, you know. And he's not even beating his stature, so you know it's already a negative going at him. Oh. Uh, if you, if you can't pass protect like in third the down, then you're not, if, you, if you can't pass protect in third down, then you're not going to be in passing downs, which means you're not going to have receptions. I didn't realize Walker uh, has a hamstring injury at uh, OTAs. Ooh, don't love that. Well, so so does uh, Penny. He, is a, he was out, too. So who's running now? Nobody. Chris Carson with no neck. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need me. Chris Carson with needs. no neck and no knees. <laughs> <laughs> little stump runner around. Oh, God. I don't care. If you are getting drafted 102 on my league, I'm going to quickly pick you up and uh, stash you. So I Go for it. I agree. I think that you're, for what it's worth, Rashad Penny is worth the risk. And for what it's worth, Kenneth Walker going in the fourth round is a little too pricey. Yes. Me. So, mm. you know, there's a fine line. No, it is. Especially the Seahawks resigned Penny for a one year five million dollar deal. Five million, you know, that's starter running back money. I mean you see the last five games? He's, he's actually the largest R B one. I think he's actually the largest cap hit on the Seahawks right now. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, besides probably Russell Wilson because they had to take the cap Yeah, I'm saying hit. yeah. Yeah. I I could easily see him being um the James Conner of this year. Oh, I see. Wow, Pen Rashad Penny, you're talking about? Yes, or? Rashad wow. Penny. Oh, I, I, see I, I don't see Connor the obviously. being James Conner this year. <laughs> I don't see the the touchdowns, obviously, but I could see him being that type of uh, ranked player. That'd be a monster year. I for will. Him. I will let you know ahead of time before, before as we're about to transition into uh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. That you're gonna shit yourself when you see how high I have James Conner in my rankings. <laughs> I would like to. I would shit myself if I even saw your rankings. Yeah, you're not going to. They're done. Till they're done. Get them done. 
Cardinals, let's talk about them. Nets, second hardest ranked schedule next year, which is terrible because this team does not look that great. 11th farthest traveling team this year with 19,000 uh, yards, miles. A lot of hard, hard schedule. It's a lot hard. of travel. A lot of travel. A lot, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of teams that they're going to be going against that they don't want to play. Key addition is going to be Marquise Brown, Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado, who is second-round pick, and Daryl Williams, the running back from Kansas City. Any key losses? Key losses? Not that I know of. They have, uh, what's uh, his Hop- name? Hopkins is Hopkins suspended, is suspended Hop- for the six games. Six games, right. It's six okay. games, yeah. Which is not good. I kind of like it, though, because he's coming off of a big injury. I'd like him to sit out as long as possible, but... That's just me. Interesting. What injury is he coming off? Oh, um, some knee injury, meniscus or something. Yeah, he missed almost all of last year. So I think yeah, I gotta look it up. I want to talk about the reunion between college teammates. We got Marquise Brown meeting up with his former college QB, Kyle Murray, back when he was the Heisman Trophy winner. Do we, do we want to talk about it? Of Oklahoma. I, will, I do. I was waiting for you it. to tell me where he went to college I know, I that whole time. <laughs> just o- like Oklahoma. Just, you know, stalling for time. Oh, you yeah. want me to talk yeah. about it? Tell me where. Drawing a blank there. Um, Kyler in the last few years has been one of the most accurate deep ball passers in the league, throwing 66.9% completion percentage on passes over 20 yards. If you add in the explosive Hollywood Brown, a little, little fast little boy. This could be a dangerous team. And I, I I think that there's definitely a lot of opportunity for Marquise Brown to succeed. I am of the belief that I, I personally don't – I've beaten this over the head over the years now that I don't think he's very good. Uh, his hands aren't great, but he's fast. He can get open. And – Kyler can hit people who are open. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of opportunity for him. I just I worry about him actually being able to know how to catch football. Highwood Brown had seven uh, recorded drops last year. It's progressed worse every year. He went from two, six to seven. Um which is not getting better. I mean his targets did increase from hundred to hundred and forty two last year. I expect him to have Somewhere in 100 to 150 targets this year. That's right. Wait, 100 to 150 targets? That's huge that's margin. What do you want me to do? That is huge margin. That's a massive margin. That's a massive margin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's without not, DeAndre Hopkins for half the season, he's going to see over 100 targets. I obviously Not 150. But no, I also but... don't, I don't know if Hollywood Brown gets hurt. Yeah, I know, but that margin just so wide. It's just it's funny. just fifty targets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Rondell Moore could be the yeah. That's the what I'm saying. Rondell Moore could be uh, Hollywood Brown. No, I, I tend to agree that Hollywood's going to take over that role as the number one guy, but because it's not going to be Andy Isabella, not going to be AJ Green. No, he's too old. He's too old. old. I'm surprised AJ Green's even on the same. Was it a re-sign? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Last they just. Rec- Signed him like a month ago. Wasn't yeah. even that long ago. It was for a vet minimum. Pretty much. Hmm. You know, um, I like Zach Ertz when he's when Hopkins is gone. Just me personally. I I think some of us disagree. Uh, Trey McBride, phenomenal talent. Uh, but I don't know if, how much work he's going to get. You know, mm-hmm. rookie tight end. 
He has a veteran in front of him. You know, it's not like Kyle Pitts walking right into like a starting position. Yeah, I I would have loved Trey Bitbride if he was uh, Zach Hurt, uh, Ertz wasn't re-signed for this team. Yeah. Um, I love the pickup just because I know for a fact early in the year while Hopkins is out, they're gonna go double tight end. Yeah. Just for a simple fact that they need this offense line is shitty. I mean, the fact that you have two starting giant former giant players that are on the offensive line <laughs> is just already looking like a horrible thing. Calvin and a couple of Vegas a couple ex Vegas Raiders. And you have Hudson's great, I'm not gonna lie. But DJ Humphreys and Kevin ben- and Bencham is just dog water. Yeah, DJ Humphreys. Too. Yeah, yeah. This, this is so this bad. is a horrible offense line. Yeah, and you want Kyle Murray to be, you know, safe, safe, doubtful at five foot nine. No, he wants a contract too. I wouldn't resign with his team. Why? Why would I you? I would walk. Just let I'm them just fr- saying, let I them franchise you, and then go pick whatever team you want. Yeah, but that's just me. I, I, I love Zach Ertz in the early part of the season until Hopkins comes back. I mean, we saw what Zach Ertz did at the end of the season when he was traded to them. He looked great. Yep. This might be a hot take, but I think I think we're seeing the, the severe decline of Hopkins. I know, obviously, like he's been hurt, no, but it's not it's, a hot take. See, it, this would be a good – I would love to have our key topic be Hopkins if he wasn't suspended. Right. Obviously, yeah. him missing half the year. Where Where is he I, – I haven't done a mock draft. Where is he going right now? It's got to be late, like super Pretty late. late. Like I'm talking uh, eight to ten rounds. It's been a couple weeks, so you know, pull it up real quick. Because I know he's obviously still a big name, so probably listen. Michael Thomas was going what sixth round last year for Michael some Thomas reason. Thomas going fourth round now. Yeah, but I'm saying last year. Remember, he was supposed I, to miss. I, half we the went season. over this last week. I, yeah. I, why? Yeah, and, <laughs> and now, and I bet you Hopkins is probably still going seventh, eighth round. Yeah, just look up his ADP. Are you? I forgot. Just it. typing in his fucking name on Google. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a process. How do you spell DeAndre? Overall, is there a in there? <laughs> Forget and like, PPR is the twenty sixth drafted wide right receiver. That's too hot. That's too, that's, that's too, too much. Hot. I'll tell you everything. So, overall in a PPR league, he's ranked, uh, he's number eighty two, 80th on ESPN. Uh, 12-man league. That's 64 at round. sleepers. Yeah. 64 and sleeper. Wow. Sixth round. No. Fifth, if you're in 12-man league. That's this, crazy. This is kind of like Michael Thomas last year. That's yeah, what I just said. It was yeah, crazy. That's what saying. we were talking about. It's crazy. That's crazy. There's no way I'd do that. But here's the difference. Hopkins isn't hurt. He's suspended. Well, He's he, going to come and back and play. That, yeah. That's questionable. He was hurt. Got suspended and now. Well, he said. Yeah. He's, I just yeah. looked it up. He's full go. He had an MCL tear. He's full go by training camp, but obviously he's going to miss the first half. I, it might not be a terrible thing that he misses the first yeah. half. I, that's why I said I kind of love that he missed the first half. Yeah. Because he, he, I think he was being rushed. Yeah, I just, I think we're starting to see somewhat of a decline. Like last year was rough for him, even before the MCL. Yeah, he wasn't. He was definitely not. I mean. Definitely not the wide receiver we thought. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't on. I don't think him and Kyler were on the same page. There's a lot of with a young quarterback. You know, you're used. He was used to the uh, touchy feely guy. What's his name? Watson. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, was, he had rapport with them. You know, it takes some time to get into it, and then he got hurt. He, he's I, 30 years old. We yeah, thought he. No. He, I mean, his stats say he had a great season with 1,400 yards. Not last year. The year before. Last year. 2020, last year yeah. he got hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, I mean, you can't really say he only played 10 games last year. 
He yeah. still had a 13.6 yards per reception. Yeah, I guess that's true. I and just, 18, he had 88 touchdowns. That's more than he had on his big year. So Yeah, but it, you, it's more of the explosiveness. It's more of the yards. I mean, 500 yards in 10 games, that's not that's not great for him. Yeah. And a quote-unquote air raid offense. Yeah, air raid. Yeah. Throwing the ball 500 times. Yeah, they definitely throw the ball 40 times a game. So we don't expect any, any from Andy Isabel. No, I, I don't think you need to talk about Andy Isabel. He's a cut candidate, man. No, he's never on the team. He's a cut candidate. They, he, that's no the Hopkins suspension. It saved his. Uh, saved his. Uh, yeah, I guess. Ugh. We all had high hopes for him. Yeah, he was about my height and uh, ran fast. So, yeah, loved him. Anything on James Conner? I don't think you talked about him, did you? Uh, James Conner, this was, is you. This is your guy. So yeah, I, there's just so much opportunity. It is. Darrell Williams. Is, you know, he's been a backup. He's this is James Conner's full workload again. And Darrell Williams is the number one cock blocker in the world. I don't uh, know what you're saying. I mean, yeah, when Alaire can't stay on the field, I guess, but you know, he's Darrell Williams might be easily a good PPR pickup. Mm. No, no, especially James with Conner. this air raid freaking offense. No, but Conner was playing three downs by the end yeah. of last season, even when Chase Edmonds came back. Yeah, Chase was in. The, they moved on from Chase. They kept. They kept Connor. No, they brought him uh, Williams in for just a little bit of depth. That's all. That's all I think it is. Because when Clyde was fully healthy, you didn't see much of Williams. That's not true. I, I was starting him. Not that great, but wasn't. There's be a lot of touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns for him. A lot of goal line touchdowns. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, every time they got into the red zone, they handed that ball. Yeah. Man. Right now he's the. 40th pick in sleepers as a wait, wait, overall he's 40th yes that's crazy i would take him in the second round unquestioned wow i could he could be he's gonna be a top 10 running back if he the, with yeah. the volume alone yeah he's good that will, he's the that 11th will go up by e- the time in espn get. he's the 11th ranked running back to be picked by august he'll be going in the second round that's and crazy. by sleep and on sleeper he's the 19th running back picked that doesn't Sense. 11 ESPN is killing them. Whoever's ranking the ESPN thing, they're so high on them, and they're just they're they're feeding them yeah, to he's, they they're feeding him to players. They're totally just ruining my uh, your hot take. Yeah, my hot take. Yeah, it's garbage. It's not even hot take no more. Yeah, clearly because Fuck ESPN is fucking take is ice. Shit. It's unbelievable. Fucking hating it. What's the take? Well, I, these I like you said. He's top he's, five for me. Top top ten for sure. <laughs> Five. I'm joking. Oh. He's gonna be put him top. You just saw my rankings, asshole. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. But yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting sure. ripped for putting Acres top ten. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, I think you should. You be. should be. I think you should be, but I'm not. You should be. You, you're you're judging a running back who tore his Achilles. Yep. And came back. Why? Why did he come year. back? Why? He was getting. He was gonna ring on his finger anyway. What? If he comes out game one, can't make because this is relevant to the show, so we can continue talking about it. Um, he comes back week one, week two, and continues to rush for two yards a carry. He didn't. That's he's not, never playing again for Sean McVay. He got benched because of fumbling, not because he of got his benched yards. because he couldn't run. Because he has a torn Achilles. Why is he playing? Because they needed him. Because Hendricks is a bum. Henderson was hurt. He's still a bum. He's always hurt. So is Akers. Akers tore his Achilles. That's not the same. Yep. And how many people have had can't come back had great careers that torn their Achilles? Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Kobe, Bryant. Kobe was Bryant. never the same. He was never the same after the ACL. Clay was never the same. Tell me, tell me, KDA isn't balling on people. Deontay Foreman never the same. I'll give you KDA. Deontay Foreman is a beast. 
KD, how many rings does he have since? Well, no. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I will say he he came back playing well. But the other guys, I agree. He lost to who? (laughs) The Celtics? I'm just saying. He lost to Jason Tatum's bum ass? (laughs) Come on. Al Horford beat him. Jason Tatum, the most uh, turnovers ever in playoff uh, finals. He passed LeBron. (laughs) Sheesh. Sheesh. Rockets meant to be broken, LeBron. Anything else? That's a wrap. All right. Mike, close us out. Bye, folks. Follow us on all the social media. FFD underscore podcast. Degenerates. Whatever the fucking hashtag is. I've asked this bum five fucking times to put the hashtags on the end of the goddamn oh, thing. Yeah, right. If he doesn't do it again, we're going to boot him out. He says it every Joe week. Joe Green. He's out. Down with Joe Last Green. Last page. Follow it. Hit the subscribe. You love me. I love you. We all make love. Goodbye. Mwah. Smooches. Smooches.